Hey, listen to Commander Cookout Podcast, episode 341. I'm Brando. I'm here with Ryan. And we're going to talk about next year's most common cosplay. Now, hit our theme song! <laughs> hey, Ryan. We're back for yet another whirlwind adventure. How you doing? Oh, what is going down? Whole ton is going down. We've got a brand new commandy to talk about from a friend of the show that I don't even know why he's a friend of the I show. I have no idea. It's like it's the damnedest thing. And, I don't know. and we're gonna talk about that and the deck before we get to any of that. We have to thank our official business, Daddy's Fusion Gaming Online.com. They are your source for all your gaming needs. Oh, very much so. Here's oh. the thing. I got my MTG Bro order in. Me too. Got my bro. Got my broader. My broader. There it is. Yeah. Got my broader in. Got my advisors in. Ooh. Yep. Yep. Uh, I was looking at some Dungeons and Dragons book because that was the deal of the week last week. Like Neat. like an intro set. Oh, those are good. Yeah, yeah. Just just good. to play with neighbors or whatever when yeah. friends come over. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Non-magic nerd friends. Uh, I bought Pokemon cards for my nephew. And I've got all of the Brothers War booster packs that I'm going to give away on the CCO pre-show booster pack game. Mm-hmm. All from Fusion Gaming. Wow. All shipped, all arrived very quickly. Mm-hmm. All at a discount when I use CCO Spring promo code. So you're, you mean to tell me that you bought shit for yourself? Yes. You bought shit for the patrons? Yeah. You bought shit for your nephew? Yep. Save money on all of it? Did. And were you going to buy that stuff anyway? Was. What a deal. Yes. Mm-hmm. You should go there, mm-hmm. do it. Doing yeah. so gets you all the stuff you're going to buy anyways yeah. at a discount, and you're helping the show. Mm-hmm. It's always oh, important deal. stuff. I got my order in, too. Did Pretty you spend good. more than $100? I did. Did you use CCO Perks promo code and Could. get 10% store kickback? Couldn't. Already used it. It's already a one-time used, used code. But if you haven't used it, you can get some kickback, save some more money, and some more stuff later on. Very good deal. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. What did you get? I got some singles, and I got some of those wrap around Sleeve things that I like. Oh, yes. The Dragon Shield Reach Arounders. Yep. The, yes. the ones you can put in a fish tank and your card won't get wet, apparently. Yeah. I'm not going to try that. I left some cards that FU Aiden gave me in the cup holder of my car. And I reached my protein shake jug into the car to put it into the drink holder so I could put my other shit down. And smushed them. And s- now they're L-shaped. <laughs> nice. <laughs> Whoopsies. <laughs> oh, that's okay. I ordered them from Fusion anyways and forgot. <laughs> didn't oh. need them that bad. No, didn't need them. One of them is um, flow of knowledge, ideas. The one where you draw cards equal to islands and discard two, but flow it's an, of, that's flow of knowledge. But it's an instant yeah, flow of ideas. Is the sorcery that costs six? Oh yes, with a cooler picture, I think it's got these two little balls oh, and then the swirly shit around them. I think it's neat. Yeah, uh-huh. I, I love swirly balls. Yeah. Um, Who doesn't? I was gonna say something. Uh, did you order an Ashnod the Uncaring? I didn't. I opened one. You did? And then I immediately traded it into my LGS so somebody else that wanted to build her could. Like Chris Von Doom. Chris Von Doom. That's whose deck we're doing today. What the fuck? And it's going to be everybody's favorite cosplay in 2023. I'm calling it now. Yeah. We're going to see some Ashnods at CCO Experiences and War Magic Cons is what they're kind of called now oh my god is that what they're gonna do going forward in 2023 command fest is just over and now it's just all about the cons and we can only go to hot weather once we can play outside you know what we say here on commander cookout we'll figure it out money yeah (laughs) money yeah they made money last time so yeah expect them to do more and charge you more but less not for less yeah okay we Um, can say that it's fine yeah that's all fine now speaking of going to cons and speaking about um 
about, uh, I guess, podcast business. Oh, yeah, we do that sometimes. So we got mm-hmm. this thing. What's the thing? We got this thing with geekwood.ca. Oh, yeah. Canadian company. Got an order with them on the way, too. I'm really do excited. Sure oh, do. Oh, I know what it is. I ordered some polyhedral dice with little frogs in them. On I'm the really inside. excited. Yeah. Yeah, that is pretty cool. You mm-hmm. can get a 10% discount. You use CCO podcast code. If you're watching on YouTube. Which you fucking should be. You'll see the code right now. CCO podcast, all caps, all one word. Uh, affiliate link in the show notes, wherever you find the show. Doing so helps the show out. Yeah. And, and you can get some really cool, high quality stuff. I've been using their little counter dice for actual years. Whoa. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Whoa. Mm-hmm. I know. I know. It's great stuff. Cool stuff. Yeah. Cool stuff. Giveaway time. Last uh, week's giveaway. I, oh, I, yeah. I just sprung that in there. Yeah, you did. I what sprung we, it in there. What are we giving away? Or wait, what are we giving it away for? Guessing game. Guessing uh-huh. game. CCO pre-show. Yep. Last week's winner guest Liberator Urza's flying head guy. What? <laughs> And that was a funny that was a funny piece of that show. Oh man, that was that was funny. That was some shit. <laughs> so we gave hints or whatever in the pre-show and guesser your he guessed right. Your he or Jorge? Jorge. Nope. Mr. Jorge, you get at us. Tell him how to win. Cookout at gmail.com with your name and that you won. What you want and your mailing address. That's the most important part because we can't send it through email. We can only send it to your real life address. Yes. So make sure you include that. And if you're not Jorge, don't say you are because you're going to ruin it for everybody. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yes. If you want sticker pack or CCO token pack, but mm-hmm. you don't know what they look like, you go to commandercoco.com slash store. You can see them all there. They're pretty cool. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's fun. It's fun. And um, see some, our faces on stuff. S- sometimes when I get a fusion order and it's got tokens in it, they draw on the Brando tokens. I've only ever received Brando tokens that have been drawn on, though. <laughs> <laughs> Mustaches and sunglasses and such. <laughs> nice. Okay, last piece of podcasting business, and this is an important one for us. Okay. We we did some updates, upgrades, and set some new goals on our Patreon page. Yes, we did. Patreon.com slash CCO podcast. If you want to pledge, great benefits like your CCO nickname. That's mm-hmm. a benefit. The air quote benefit. Yep. Discord access. That is a real benefit. The actual best community in Magic. Everybody says that they've got the best one. But they're liars. And wrong. Yeah. uh, Because we do. That's right. And everybody that's in CCO Nation would tend to agree, I would think. Also true. Yes. And if they say otherwise or other ones are good, they might be correct, but uh, they're not. They're not. So we've got some updated goals. We do. We want to do some more CCO stickers. That we do. Because those are always fun and they're they're really cheap and they're great little gifts. And we want to do one for Christmas. So we've got a goal for that. Uh, we need a couple more patrons. We're going to finance a whole crap ton of stickers and send them out um, to top level patrons. And then we're going to put together a couple little um, like gift baskets to send out to maybe a few patrons at random. I got my foil sock drawer. It used it's, to be a bag. Now yeah. it's a dirty sock yeah, drawer. Now it's a sock drawer, and that's that's real. Uncle Brando's sock Uncle drawer. Uncle Brando's foil sock drawer. Fuck You're going to get a little stack of foils out of them, so <laughs> be on the lookout for that. We don't Uncle know what's in there. Uncle Brando's sock drawer. Is that a don't Google? No, you, you could probably Google that. Actually, you know what? If you do Google it, post down in the comments what you found. Right? So that's, that's Safe search on, baby. Wait, no, you know what? 
No. no. Safe search off. No. That's a benefit we want to give. cowards in the nation. We want to give back to patrons. We want to give out gifts. We want to give out stickers. We want to have them to give to everybody at uh, at the, at events and stuff. We do. And lots of fun. So next up or next goal that we updated, mm-hmm. we need some we need some equipment. I don't know what. Equipment. Equipment is things. We want to set up a little tiny recording studio at Brando's new house. Yeah. So he can do box openings on the channel because I know that lots of people in the nation think that those are hilarious and we want to make sure that the quality is good. We need some sound panels, some microphone boom things, and and something to hold his camera so he can sit in like a recording booth type thing and not sound like he's in a freaking airport hangar or a cave. (laughs) Which is where I live. Very important. In a a cave, not an airport. Yes. Yes, yes. Can't uh, afford the airport. They're tons of fun. (laughs) The the one that the one that you did already that with the opener. Couldn't find the old CC opener. So he used something very much more humorous. I'm not going to give it away so you can make the same joke on one that sounds really good. Yes. So that's a goal that we have. You can see all the goals on our Patreon page. The final couple are uh, we want to pay our editors more. Yeah. Very important. They work hard. They do a good job. And And they they put up with our shit. And they do all of those things without complaint, really. So that's pretty cool. Yeah. Yeah. Without complaint, sort of. Yeah. Well, I mean, everybody complains. Look at me. Whoa. I've complained like, an example for the I've whole nation. I've complained like three times on this show already. And the final, the big one, and this one's big for me because this is something that I've always wanted to do. Ooh. Is uh, yeah, this is kind of a secret like life goal project of mine. Oh. <laughs> actually, and Commander Cookout might actually make it happen. We want to do a redesign of the whole website and like have it properly designed, not through like Podomatic's client that they use. Yeah. And relaunch like the CCO store with an entire CCO merch product line, and part of part of doing that is getting patrons to help us pick what merch we sell, design it, and maybe that'll be game supplies like sleeves and dice and t-shirts and hats and sweaters and freaking all cool Commander Cookout stuff. That'd be cool. And just like the funkiest t-shirts you ever seen too, mm-hmm. not just the logo like. Cool stuff. Yeah, like so, our like our Halloween one that we had at the CCO experience in Vegas. Yes, stuff like that. We yep. can have one that has like a little ooze Brando on it. That's my new thing that I've been thinking lots about. Brandoos is a little yeah yeah exactly a little Brandoos. Then have his little glasses on, his little hair. Yeah, except the hair is made of ooze. Yeah, he's like a little ooze guy with a little smile, like on Dragon Quest. There I'm you go. Ver- I'm very excited to find somebody who can draw that because I can't. So I've tried several. Well, times, yeah, never we got works. we got designers in the nation, and I know a thing or two about making stuff what yeah wait hang on what what when did you get fucking good at art <laughs> well it takes practice that's the only thing it takes is practice Jesus. and maybe some training yeah, you can, and if you're wondering what we're referring to you can check it out every thursday oh, on our right. facebook yeah, there page you go. there we go so a... that that last one that that's quite an endeavor that's like either hiring a website designer or a graphic designer or somebody who does that kind of stuff like editor Joe or Smitty or Lara or yeah. me just having to take all of the freaking time in the world to yep. figure it out and, yep. and launch all of that. Fuck all that though. Let's get somebody. Let's get somebody it. real yeah. to do it. So that's why it's actually our biggest Patreon goal. And we're not doing like a Patreon drive or anything, but like that's a 300 plus patron type thing because that takes serious money. Yeah. So... All that being said, uh, we got this deck. Ash nudes. Ash nude, yeah. Wait. Ass nude. 
Ooh. Instead of Ashnod. We're gonna we're talking about Ashnod the Uncaring today, or Asnude the give, Uncaring. Give give the old ass a read. Oh, I'd love to. Oh my god. Okay. Read my ass. Read Chris Von Dude's <laughs> ass. <laughs> She's a one four for five. Grixis is included in there. Grixis and two. Human artificer with death touch whenever you activate an ability of an artifact or creature that isn't a mana ability. If one of, or more of those permanents were sacrificed to activate the ability, you can copy the ability and choose new targets for the copy. Oh, So when you so, sack a thing to activate an ability of an artifact or creature, if it doesn't make mana, you can do it twice. Neat. Okay. So here's the question I want to ask. Okay. Or this is the question I want to uh-huh. answer. Uh-huh. Okay. So we got, we got things that double mana. Right. Good. That's yeah. good. That's we're, strategically a powerful thing to do in Magic. And we're talking about things like Caged Sun or, or Crypt Gasp or those yeah, things? Yeah. Is there any commanders that double mana? Yes. There's a red and green one, but I can't think of its name right now. Starts with an R. I think it's a Centaur. Sure. Yeah. It's it's going to be on the screen because sure. Joe's going to find it. Yeah. So if you're watching on YouTube, you'll know what the card is. We can double mana. Mm-hmm. We can double ETBs, like with Yarok or Panharmonicon. Truth. We can add redundancies to our deck, like yep. um, a whole bunch of cards that do the same thing. Yeah. All of these kinds of things, um, things like Persistent Petitioners or yeah. Shadowborn Apostles, Relentless Rats. Now we're talking. All of these things break the rule of Commander by letting us do one thing, like Highlander, there can only be one of any card, yeah. but multiple times. Yeah. Yeah, we're just like balls all over the rules. Yeah, screw the rules. Scrote the rules. Yeah. Right? Yep. We're going to scro- scrote around the rules yeah. with Ashnod, but it's sacrifice doubling. Neat. Is that going to be as powerful as double mana? Is that no. going to be as good as like like having eight tutors in your deck? That's kind of a, that's kind of obvious. <laughs> that's but. A, but I don't, I think it's going to be real good. And when you build a deck around it, like Von Doom has, will it'll be good. But I don't think it's as good as doubling your resources or a, I don't want to say a better payoff trigger, but like the the not being able to double the mana of your artifacts, I think hurts it a little bit. Yeah. Because that's what a lot of the, the Ashnod's alter or Phyrexian alter. Those cards don't need any help. Though, right? Clan Ironworks or whatever, right? It doesn't double those abilities, but you yeah. can double mill with your... Sacrifice. Hey, that's good. It's good. It? But, well, if you're playing a mill strategy. And you know what, like, though? Like, usually, like, Ashnod's Altar, Phyrexian Altar, Altar of Dementia, double mill. Like, maybe you're already going infinite, so why do you need to double? Yeah. Right? So this yeah. is going to be, like, is this going to be, like, double setup? Or, or like, okay, for example, we're playing a Dockside Extortionist in this deck. Are we going to sacrifice it for some who cares throwaway effect, like Scry 1 off of Viscerous here? Now we get to scry one, scry one, and then we can maybe reanimate our dockside. And then Ashnod just like provides us value instead of being an Ashnod deck because really we're a dockside deck. (laughs) (laughs) I hope that's not what this turns into. I think that we're going to see some pretty freaking cool double, double sacrifice things. Yes. But be aware that Brando thinks, and I think that I agree, I uh, double sacrifice trigger Maybe not as good as double ETB. Yeah, because it's, it's harder to ETB it's harder to get the the game winning payoff. Yeah, or or double mana because double mana just gets you whatever you want. Yeah, double mana, double ETB. Like it kind of in my head conceptualizing it, you get you're doubling either a resource in mana or you've doubled an effect that's 
And then you have the creature, like a green, green two comes into play, get a thing back from your yard to your hand. Uh, like an eternal witness? That's the one. Green, green one. Like, you do that, you have an eternal witness, and you've got two things back. Right? When you like sac- when you double ETB, like Panharmonic on Eternal Witness is better than like sacrifice bro double thing. You've sacrificed the Eternal Witness and you've doubled that trigger, which is great, but now you don't have an Eternal Witness to sacrifice anymore. Mm. So it just requires a little so bit we, more. We gotta have we gotta extra make hoop. Sh- we gotta make sure that the payoff is is good enough for actually sacrifice like we're trading. We gotta trade up. Yeah, you're there tr- it is. Exactly. We gotta trade up. Yeah. Usually a sacrifice is maybe equal or a trade down. Yeah. But if we can double it, maybe. maybe that makes it a trade up. Yeah. Okay. You want to make sure that what you're cashing your thing in for is like, I don't want to say worth it, because if you're going to sacrifice something, obviously it's going to be worth it. That's why you're doing it. But yeah, that's, yeah, yeah. that's how I you, conceptualize you know what, it. You know what I think? You know how I think of it? Okay. So let's say we sacrifice it and we get like 60% of the benefit of what the card was. We get 60% of a card yeah. when we sacrifice something. Okay. But if we can double it, now we have 1.2 cards. Sure. Instead of, you know what I mean? Sure. I'm just thinking of it as percentages. You're making a little bit of bank each time you copy the sacrifice. That's what I think we're going to run into. You know what I'm thinking about right now? How funny it's going to be when I say the name, this name, out loud into the microphone, and you laugh. Okay. Because I got a really good... Last last really piece of business one. that we forgot. We got a holiday edition of Sidewalk Slam coming up next uh, couple weeks from now. Okay. Sidewalk Slam 6. Slam 6. Forever 6. 6 family. What what, what Fast and Furious joke is 6? <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. I didn't watch. I stopped after Tokyo Drift. Ooh. I've never watched one after that because I realized these movies are really dumb. And not in the way that I like them to be dumb. They're just dumb. Yeah, number four on, not my favorite. Even The Rock couldn't save them. I love The Rock. I'll watch The Rock do almost anything. I'll watch The Rock brush his hair. We, Wait a minute. I know. <laughs> I know. Would you watch The Rock on Sidewalk Slam? Fuck yeah, I would. If we can get The Rock on Sidewalk Slam, yes. We'd have to pay him like $100 million. Maybe if we just asked him. I want to set a new patron goal. Get The if, Rock if on Sidewalk have Slam? Like, yeah, if we have like... 700,000 patrons. (laughs) We can afford The Rock on one episode of Sidewalk Slam. I'll bet you if you asked him, he might do it. If he wasn't busy that day, I'll bet you he'd do it. You'd have to teach him how to play magic. Maybe he knows how already. Probably does. He might. I mean, tattoo face singer guy knows how to do it. I can imagine The Rock could probably do it. Oh, yeah. Are you saying that that guy's better than The Rock? No. At anything? No. Maybe singing. Probably not. I've heard The Rock sing. He's awesome at it. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. Learn something new. Talk some cards. Talk some cards. Cards. Okay. So we're going to start with Artie's. And I, I, here's the thing. Okay. <laughs> In the Discord, Chris Von Doom was like, I just got to do custom categories. And I'm like, do it. I didn't tell him that we're going to do his deck, but he hasn't done it. So we got a piece of. We got to siphon out the artifact mana rocks here. Let me see yeah. if I can do it. No, let me do it. This is my thing. Let me do it. This is the thing I like to do. Do it then. Because I think I can do it. Okay, here we go. We have Talismans of Indulgence, Dominance, and Creativity, a Sol Ring, a Mox Opal, a, I think Moon Silver Key gets a land, so we'll count that too, a Mana Crypt, a Liquid Metal Torque, and a Quark Clan Ironworks, and an Arcane Signet. I think I got them all. Yes. One and two drop Mana Rocks and or Searchers in Moon Silver Key's 
Um, that can search for an artifact card with a mana ability or a basic land. So you can find a mana rock with this and you can go mana positive pretty fast if you search up like a mana crypt, which would be pretty cool. Or a, what is it, a jeweled lotus? That's the commander lotus, right? Yep. Yeah, that's yep. what I use and, it for in Muxus. I think lots of people are shy of jeweled lotus, A, because it's a hundred and some dollars. Yeah. But if you have one and you're playing it in a three color deck, people are like, oh, I don't know, it's never good. But it can help you pay commander tax. And yeah. what's wrong with sacking your Jeweled Lotus for like blue, 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 and then paying red, black yeah. for Ashnod? That's yeah, pretty it's, good. It's pretty solid. <laughs> pretty yeah, you can good. Do it. That card's good. I want to play an Animar and like just, just have it be Lotus Petal number two. <laughs> <laughs> Man, I built an Animar deck. Did I tell you? Oh, we're, uh, we're going to talk about that. We're not going to okay. talk about it right now. Okay, because that's going to be good. That's going to be fucking fun. We got other artifacts to talk about okay. in, in this deck here. Unwinding Clock. Untap all artifacts you control on each player's untap step. That's, ah, that's like a seedborn muse, but for Artie's. I would. I wanted to play. Or I want to play this in a deck that I'm conceptualizing right now, and I thought it said end step. I wanted to untap mm. at the end at the end step, not the untap step, because mm. that way I'd... my winter orb doesn't. Yeah, yeah, no, just don't play Winter Orb. No. Here's our first sacrifice to do something good. Actually, no, our first sacrifice to do something good was Moon Silver Key because you sacrifice it to yeah. search for an artifact. Yes, yeah, so you could get two artifacts or two lands. Or... Oh, so you just go mana positive right away because you go, th you pay two, get and you sacrifice for one, and you no, you go mana crypt Sol Ring. Oh, yeah, or that, yeah. Mana Crypt Sol Ring, and then you use the mana crypt that you played for free to cast Sol Ring, then you tap them and you get three mana. That's pretty freaking good. That's pretty damn the good. The next one we're going to do that with. This is solid. Time Sieve. Sack five artifacts to take an extra turn. Yeah, it's pretty good. It's pretty good. That's <laughs> yeah, pretty good. I'll just take two turns, actually. Why not? That's good. That's what I'd do. Smelting Vat. This is a new one. We never played this one before. This is a new card. Okay. Four for an artifact. Pay one. Tap. Sacrifice another artifact. There it is. Mm -hmm. So this is what you're going to copy. Reveal the top eight cards of your library. Put up to two non-creature artifacts with converted mana cost equal to or less than the sacrificed artifact's mana value from among them onto the battlefield and the rest on the bottom of your library. So you're going to reveal the top eight and get two things, and then you're going to reveal the top eight again and get two things. But their total combined mana cost has to be the same as or less than the thing you sacrifice. So if you sacrifice yes. a treasure token, you get nothing. Unless you like, unless you get a the mana crypt, mana crypt, yeah, yeah, which would not be terrible. And a Mishra's bauble. There's two things. There's a couple things you can get. Yeah, we, we'll we'll keep an eye out for higher cost um, artifacts just to see if this card is good. Rod of absorption. Oh yeah, we're gonna <laughs> we're gonna leave that. This is blue two artifact. Whenever a player casts an instant or sorcery spell, exile it and uh, instead of putting it into the graveyard, as it resolves. And you can go X, tap, sacrifice a rod of, rod of absorption. You may cast any number of spells from among the exiled cards with total mana value X or less without paying their mana cost. And then if you, you get that twice, so you can cast the removed cards. Oh, because you could have sacrificed rod of absorption. Yeah. D does that do anything if we do it twice? I don't think the cards go away. Do they? No, they do. No, that doesn't do anything if you copy it. I don't think. Maybe it does. I don't know. It's fine. It it lets you do stuff twice. Nihil Spellbomb. Oh, Sacrifice. 
you exile all cards from target player's graveyard. So you get two players' graveyards. Or, and, when you uh, when this is put in the graveyard from the battlefield, you could pay black if you do draw a card. So you could remove two players' graveyards and draw two cards for You one can black. only draw one card, because this card only hits the graveyard one time. Oh, uh, yeah. Yeah. Yep, Piece yep, of yep. shit. Is that not an no? That's not an ability. You're right. That's that is a triggered ability, but it's not the same. But we didn't sacrifice it, right? Anything to trigger that ability. Two graveyards and one card, though. Still, that's good. pretty good. Mystic Forge. Okay, look at the top card of your library at any time. You can cast it if it's an artifact. You can pay one life, tap it, exile the top card of your library. It's pretty good. That's pretty all right. Yeah, I okay. can go infinite with stuff, but I don't think that's what we're gonna do. Micah and Lattice. Here we go. Here's <laughs> a six drop artifact. <laughs> all your shit is artifact. It's full stop. That's that's just it. everything. Yeah, everything all the time, forever. And mana can be used as though it was any color. So if we got Mycosynth Lattice, all cards, the artifacts edition players aren't on the battlefield. Yes. So all of the cards in my deck are artifacts yep. now. So I can search for it with with the uh, Moon Silver key if it's like a one drop, yep. or, or or it's got a uh, it's, it's got, got to add a mana, mana ability. So I can yeah. search for a mana dork. Yes. Cool. Okay. We've already talked about Moon Silver Key, but Mishra's Bobble. That sacrifices to draw a card at the beginning of next turn's upkeep and look at the top card of target player's library. Sure. Liquid Metal Torque is an is a uh, whatchamacallit. It's it a mana is rock. a mana rock, but it is worth noting again that you can tap it to turn a non land permanent into an artifact until end of turn. That matters. That's that is important. It does come into play. We have a bowl asses citadel. Look at the top card. You can play the top card. You could spend life instead of mana on the top card. You must spend life instead of mana. Ooh. Yeah, that isn't I'm the main. St I'm still okay with that. Yes. <laughs> yes. Still good. I watched this card kill somebody the other day with its last ability that I always forget about. Yeah. Tap, sacrifice 10 non-land permanents. Ooh, yeah. it sounds like we're going to freaking copy this. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Each opponent loses 10 life. Dang. We're going to make each opponent lose 20 life with this. That's good. That's, That's a, a win good. condition. Yes. That's that, a very much a win condition. You could already win with this card. Now you can like win easier with it. Because yes. that's what you need is to be able to win better with fucking Bolas of Citadel. Yes, yes, yes. <laughs> so those are the artifacts. Those are the first set of cards that we can that we're gonna be able to copy stuff with. Yes. Now should there's lots of creatures, lots of planeswalkers. What do you want to do? Let's do the Planeswalkers, get them out of the way. Man, how many cards are in this deck? Like a thousand. It looks like there's a thousand cards in this deck. We're playing three Tezzerets, Ryan. <sighs> three of them. The first one is my favorite Tezzeret in Master of the Bridge. Uh, this is the one that gives guys affinity. Yes. It makes your artifacts cost less for each artifact that you control. Creatures and Planeswalkers. Oh, that's good. Yeah. That's freaking good. Yeah. Uh, plus two to... Draw on something, <laughs> minus three, bounce something, and minus eight. You exile a bunch of stuff and you get them all onto the battlefield. It's a good card. Play it in your artifact decks. It's it's really, none of this. The first two things that Ryan said are not right, but you can read the card on the screen if you're watching on YouTube, which you fucking should be. The next one is Tezzeret Agent of Bull Ass. Okay, another Tezzeret. Look at the top five cards of your library. You can reveal an artifact. You probably get it. Minus one is target artifact becomes a 5-5 five, five creature. Yep. Yep. And then minus four is target player loses X and you gain X, where X is the number of arties you control. Twice. The number of artifacts you control. Ooh, that's good. That's, that's good. And that no, also note his minus one, the cre the artifact doesn't go back to being an artifact. It's just a 5-5 five, five now. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So that's that's kind of neat. That's important Look and lots of people doing all the that. heavy lifting for planeswalkers. Yeah. I'm calling this one in. <laughs> Tez the Seeker. 
Oh, this is my favorite. You untap two artifacts. You can minus X to search for an X or less artifact. No, an X exactly artifact, yeah, right? X or less. And then minus five, all your guys are five five. Until end of turn. All your artifacts are five five. Yeah. Yeah. That's No, I don't like him. He looks like a wimp. Look at that picture. He looks like a wimp. I don't know. His his robot arm probably squeezes really hard. I'll bet you probably gives himself the stranger. <laughs> breaks it right off. Now we're playing Karn Living Legacy. I think that Von Doom should just lean into it and play Null Rod Karn instead. Ooh. Just be that guy. If Null you're gonna Rod Karn. just be the guy. Play Micah Synthlatus and Null Rod Karn and just win. Oh, just yeah, do we're, that. We're already playing Micah Synthlatus. Yeah, just do it. Just 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 do it, Von Doom. Just do it. Man, what does Karn Living Legacy do? He's gonna freaking do it. Good. He's gonna do it, man. I hope he does. Plus one, you get a you get a power stone token. Oh good. Well, it's good. It's fine in this they're, deck because we've got fine. so many artifacts. His minus one is put any number of something. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what it does. Okay, let me let me actually do it. Minus one, put any pay any amount of mana. Look at that many cards from the top of your library. Then put one of those cards into your hand and the rest in the bottom of your library in a random order. So sure. that that's like X. Look at the top X. Yeah. Okay. Minus seven, you get an emblem with tap an untapped artifact you control. This emblem deals one damage to any target. It turns all the artifacts into pingers. So all your shitty power stones are little lasers now, little guns. Oh, beep, beep, yeah. beep, beep, or if we can beep, make like the sound they make. treasures from Dockside Extortionist, which we're gonna. <laughs> yes, as if we're gonna do that. I oh. want that emblem. That's pretty good. That's a cool emblem. I do dig that. Okay, next one. Duretti. Oh, yeah, Duretti. I forgot about him. Duretti Scrap Savant. This lets you discard and then draw, discard two, draw two, uh, sacrifice an artifact, get an artifact back to the battlefield. Mm -hmm. And minus 10 is an emblem with whenever an artifact is put into your G, you from the B, you get to get it back at the beginning of the next end step. That's right. That's pretty good. Yeah, that Duretti's good. Duretti's fantastic. Duretti's good. One of my most favoritest planeswalkers that's just super underrated in my estimation is the next one, which is also Duretti, Ingenious Iconoclast. Oh, also has a cool name. Three drop planeswalker, too. Super good. Yes, because according to some creators, even the four drop mana slot, you can only have maybe two of those in your deck now because oh Commander God. is so fast. Oh my God. Duretti, Ingenious Iconoclast, red, black, one, three loyalty, Duretti plus ones to give you a colorless construct artifact creature token with Defender. Neat. Sure. Minus ones to sacrifice an artifact if you do destroy an artifact or creature. There it is. That's pretty good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And minus sixes to choose target artifact card in a graveyard mm -hmm. or artifact on the B, mm -hmm. put three tokens that are copies of it onto the battlefield. Yeah. And that's pretty good. You never get that. You go make a dude, sack the dude to kill a dude. That's how that works. Every other turn, you kill a guy with it. Okay. Wildly underrated in my estimation. He's really, really good. And if you can actually get that ultimate off, it's a lot better than I think people think it is initially. Three things? Just three we things. just talked about at the start of the show when you can break the rule of commander mm -hmm. saying there can only be one of each card. Nope. Duretti says, here's three. Yeah. <laughs> Not exactly. even two. Here's three. That's like nice Sol Ring. I'll yeah, be a shame if you had three of them. Exactly. <laughs> It'd be too bad if somebody had three of them. Now I'm gonna I'm gonna talk about a couple cards that I think are underrated in Commander. There's two of them here. The first one is Underworld Breach. 
Definitely underrated. Not very good. I don't think enough people know about this card. <laughs> I, when you say Underworld, is that a new card? I've never not heard sure. of that. I'm not heard. sure. Let's give it a read. Let's see what okay. it does. Okay, it's an enchantment for red one. Each non-land card in your graveyard has escape. Uh -huh, uh -huh, uh -huh. The escape cost is equal to the card's converted mana cost, plus exile three other cards from your graveyard. Escape means you can cast it from your graveyard by paying its escape cost uh -huh. and exiling some amount of cards. Yes. So we just have a full graveyard. Uh -huh. Play cards from our graveyard all day long. Uh -huh. oh, just wait, there's more. At the beginning of your end step, sacrifice Underworld Breach. Now that sounds a lot like Underwear Breach. Is that is the same like card? A, oh, they're the same, same card. card. Okay, all this right. card's very good. And, yeah, it's, this card's fine. I'm sure that there's no way you could possibly break that to turn it into some kind of ridiculous combo enabling engine. There's no way. It's uh, perfectly fair and balanced magic card, just like the Great Hinge. I'm sticking by that. I can't wait to see what we sacrifice Dockside Extortionist to. To loop Dockside with Underworld Breach and make, <laughs> most likely, infinite mana. Like one mana. But probably. wait, there's one more. It's Biotransference. This is Mycosynth Lattice number two. It makes all your artifacts into, or all your stuff into artifacts, right? Creatures. That's all we need. Yeah. And whenever you cast an artifact spell, like a Dockside Extortionist, when you have this card out, over and over and over again with Underworld Breach. Mm-hmm. You lose one life and create a 2-2 two, two black warrior Necron creature token. So we could kill ourselves with this type of combo, but... Or, or, hear me out. Yes. Could not. We could not. Ooh, right? We could not because we might be ETBing or sacrificing that Necron for further benefit. That's right. Okay, we'll have yes. to keep an eye out for that. We'll have to look out for those things. Should we do some? Let's do some instants real quick. Those are those are both of the enchantments. That's all three of them. Yeah, let's do instants and sorceries because it's all just regular stuff. Okay, we got a whir of invention. Oh man, search okay. your library yeah. for an artifact card with a converted mana cost X or less. Put it into the battlefield, then shuffle. It's That's a, a tutor. It's a tutor for X. Vampiric tutor. That's a tutor. Pact of negation. That's a counterspell for free. Fierce guardianship. That's a counterspell for free. Chaos warp. That's a destroy anything we want, but give you a bro or the top card of your library. Bedevil. Hey, you like this one? I do. This is an instant for black, black, red. Destroy target artifact, creature, or planeswalker. That yeah. gets lots of stuff. Sure does. That's good. Now, remember we're playing Micah's and Lattice. Remember that for just a second when I tell you they're also playing Vandal Blast. Oh, yeah. yeah. Well, Micah's and Lattice makes Bedevil be able to get anything. <laughs> but but also Vandal Lattice Blast. makes Vandal Blast get everything. <laughs> Have you ever overloaded a Vandal Blast into a Mycosynth Lattice board? Because I have. That's and fair. it was somebody else's Mycosynth Lattice. Oh, even better. They played it and I was like, you idiot. Like, yep. It's almost you... as good as when F.U. Joel dazed me with my own daze. <laughs> Hard cast it. Oh, frick. So good. Let's. Do, I'm going to do um the rest of the sorceries real quick. We got the Vandal Blast. The Trash for Treasure lets you sack an artifact to get an artifact to the B. Scrap Mastery lets you get all your artifacts back from the B. We got a D Toots that searches for anything, and a Damnation destroys everything. Yes. Including Lord of Tressorhorn. <laughs> turns out. <laughs> turns out because he can't be regenerated. <laughs> so those are the cards. That's the 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 how the deck works, I guess. And, sure. and now we got to do some Creech. Oh, this is going to be this is going to be some contortions here, Ryan. Let's do it. Let's start with Workshop Assistant. Workshop Assistant. When it dies, because we might sacrifice it, mm -hmm. we return another artifact card from our graveyard to our hand. 
important to note because mm-hmm. I know that somebody's going to make this mistake. So I'll I'm going to help you out a little bit. Just, when you sacrifice the workshop assistant so that you can get an artifact back from your graveyard, that that isn't what Ashnod's going to copy. Correct. That's not how that works. Just because you're sacking it to an altar of dimensions that you can do. That's not how that works. That's right. That's yes. Workshop assistance trigger is is a triggered ability when it dies. Yes. Not a sacrifice thing. And let's just reread Ashnod real quick here. Whenever you activate an ability of an artifact or creature that isn't a mana ability. So we mm-hmm. need an activated ability. That's an ability with a cost yep. and then a colon. It says sack a bro colon. And the thing after the colon gets copied. Correct. Not workshop assistant. Important to note. Okay, good. Thought monitor. Thought monitor. Affinity for artifacts, flying 2-2 two, two for 7. <laughs> what the fuck? When it enters the battlefield, draw two cards. Sure. Yes. We're going to cast that for blue, and it's a 2-2 two, two flying dummy blocker, and yeah. we're going to draw cards from it. And so. we're maybe going to get it back from the graveyard, and maybe we're going to loop it. Maybe. Maybe with Underworld Breach and Dockside Extortion, we can draw our whole deck. It's pretty good. Spell Skite. Spell Skite. Ooh. Phyrexian Blue to change the target of target spell or ability to Spell Skite. Two things about this card. One, I don't think we see it enough. Huh? I play it in Animar. Well, that's two decks that you'll you'll see it in. Well, yeah. Not very many more. And two, what the fuck is happening in that art? Like, what the... Is, is he an energy ball? Or is he like some kind of weird spider in a cave? I think he's a spider that grabbed the energy ball. Okay. Right? Okay. Like, if, if I was like a mage, like a wizard, and I shot an energy ball out of my staff, uh-huh. and he, like, grabbed it. Okay. Or is he like T-1000 in Terminator where Arnie blasts him with the grenade gun and he's all fucked up? Oh, he, yeah, that's a good part. Right? Like, maybe that's what he is? I don't know. It's just, that picture's very strange. Ah. Uh. Crap welder. Crap welder, a two or three three goblin artificer for red two. Tap, sacrifice an artifact with mana value X. Ooh, okay. So let's say it's two. We sacrifice like a two drop. Sure. Sure. Return target artifact card with mana value less than X from your graveyard to the B. It gains haste until end of turn. Sacrifice a two drop, get a one drop back. Mm-hmm. Times two. If we're gonna if we're going to copy that with Ashnod. Correct. Scrap Trawler. Come on. You missed it. Crap Trawler. Oh my God, I you're thought, right. I thought you were going to continue. Oh, Crap Trawler. You're right. When Crap Trawler <laughs> or another artifact you control is graveyarded, return to your hand target artifact card from your graveyard with lesser converted mana cost. That's neat. So you, when this dies, you get like a two drop back. And if your five drop dies, you can get this back. Yes. No, I guess you can't get this back because it's in the graveyard. You, you know what I mean. You yes. Get your spell sky back. Yes. Sai Master Thopterest. A 1 4 for 2 for 3. Whenever you cast an artifact spell, create a 1 1 Thopter artifact which you took with flying, and you can go blue 1, sack 2 artifacts. Ooh, draw a card. Ooh, or two cards. Yes, I'm, I would. I will. Let me give the. Brando suggested Ryan Altar of the Week. Oh, here. yeah. Oots, co- oots, 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 oots. It's Psy Master Helicopterist. Oh, I thought you were talking you about know- the next guy. Nope. Nope. This one. Psy Master Helicopterist. And you know what he's doing, and so does everybody listening to the show. Oh, uh, yep. Don't Google that. Yep. 
I definitely thought you were talking about Ruthless Technomancer. Yes, I get that. Ruthless Technomancer is the next card in the deck. 2-4, uh, Human Wizard for 4. When he enters the battlefield, you may sacrifice another creature you control if you do create a number of treasure tokens equal to that creature's power. Ooh, this is kind of like Dockside. When he first came out, I remember everybody saying, like, oh, this is the fucking Has he... Do you think he lives up to the... the just, well, just wait. There's more. There's more. Uh, black, two. Sacrifice X treasures. Ooh. Artifacts. Sacrifice X artifacts. Mm -hmm. Sure. Don't even need treasures. Return target card with convert with power X or less from your graveyard to the battlefield. X can't be zero. Neat. So you could sacrifice like a scrap trawler or a workshop assistant or a junk diver or a mer retriever and get back another one of those f from workshop assistance death trigger. And you can also get back the one that you sacrificed with the ruthless technomancer. Oh, neat. So this is the first thing that lets us use two of these graveyard getter backers in kind of a loop. And that thing could be a dockside extortionist to then go infinite. Or you just continue doing like workshop assistant junk diver type loops where yeah. you just sacrifice, double the sacrifice, whatever you got, and then get back your workshop assistant, cast it, sacrifice it, double the whatever you got. Get back the junk diver, and you can loop those. So these decks get pretty tricksy when you've got two or three of these getter backers. Mm. Okay, and just on that topic, we are playing junk diver, and we are playing mirror retriever. Yeah. And when we can start to loop those kinds of things, here is a little payoff. Ooh, I love payoffs. Whenever an artifact enters the battlefield under your control, Reckless Fire Weaver deals one damage to each mother-ass opponent. Yes. Ooh. Yeah. We also have an ingenious artillerist, which does the same thing. It's yes. worded differently, but it does the same thing. We'll take it. Yes. How about a panty console of invocation? None of those words were correct, but I'll take it. Artifacts you control have the hex proof. Mm -hmm. That's pretty good. And at the beginning of your upkeep, if you control artifact with the biggest mana value, you can draw a card. How often are we going to have that in this deck, uh, do you think? Probably not super often. Not eh? super often. But sometimes, because it says tied, there might yeah. be like a couple three drops on the table and we have one of them. Yeah, that's very yeah. true. Yeah. How about Mishra Tamer of Macfawa? Mishra Tainter. Permanents you control have wards, sacrifice a permanent, and each artifact in your graveyard has unearthed for black, red, one. That means you can bring it into play, it has haste, and then you remove it from the game at the end of turn. Yes. Or if it would leave the battlefield, I guess. Yeah. If it yes, if it yeah. leaves the battlefield, I was thinking if I could bounce it. No, but if it yep. leaves the battlefield, I got to exile it. They That's thought right. of that already. Master transmuter. Return an artifact you control to your owner's hand. There's the bounce I was just talking about. Mm -hmm. You can put an artifact from your hand onto the battlefield. Can it be the same one? It no. can't be the same one. That's important to to point out. You can't just go dockside extortionist with a biotransference in play and go. That'd be pretty good, though. It'd be more cool <laughs> if you could do that. But, but I bet you Dockside is the one you want to bounce. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Marionette Master. That's a aristocrat, right? It ETBs, yep. and uh, whenever an artifact ETBs, it deals damage equal to its power to opponents. Yes. Yeah, that's fine. Called Dotha Forge Master. Oh, sack three artifacts. Tap sack three artifacts. Search your library for an artifact. Put it onto the battlefield. Pretty good. So we just get two things, right? It's even better if it's twice, yeah. We just get, like... 
um, the the make all your stuff artifact and something else. Yeah. <laughs> Joyra Weatherlight Captain is whenever you cast a historic spell, aka an artifact, draw a card. What? It's legendaries and sagas, like actual things that feel historic, and then eh, an artifact. Yeah, artifact's fine. If you can just bounce your junk diver and your mirror retriever, because those are like really legendary, yeah. you can draw your whole deck. Yeah, easy. <laughs> Grim Hireling. I like this guy. Grim Hireling. Yeah, people were talking about this guy a lot too. Hey, a 3 2 for four, black and three. Whenever one or more creatures you control deal combat damage to a player, create two treasure. So good. That's pretty good. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And you can go black, sacrifice X treasures. Mm-hmm. Oh, hey, there it is. Yeah. Those are artifacts. Target creature gets minus X, minus X until end of turn. It's at sorcery speed. Sure. But that's still pretty. It's good by itself, and it's better when you can copy it. I'm going to kill two things with that. That's right. Nobody's going to have mana dorks. How about Goblin Engineer? Ooh. When it enters the battlefield, search your library for an artifact, put it into your G-yard, mm-hmm. then shuffle, and you could pay red, tap, sacrifice an artifact. Uh-oh. There we go. Return target artifact card with mana value three or less from your graveyard to the battlefield. So there's red doing what white likes to do, but better because it's on a goblin. And we can double it. I will not be taking questions at this time. Felden of the Third Path. Create a token that's a copy of target creature in your graveyard, except it's an artifact in addition to its other types. It gains haste. Sacrifice it at the beginning of the next end step. This is another thing that can just copy the mirror retrievers and junk divers in your graveyard. Yeah. If you have a sack outlet, even better. But if you don't, Felden's got you covered. Dana Roach's grandpa's got you covered (laughs) because it sacrifices it at the end of your turn, anyways. That's right. Emery Lurker of the Lock. Lurker of the Lock. If I could do a Scottish accent, I would certainly read that in a Scottish accent. Why don't they just say lake? They are. (laughs) They are saying lake, but they have a really thick accent, Ryan. (laughs) See, we're the ones making fun of them when we name things. Lurker of the Lock. Lurker of the Lock is a one-two merfolk wizard for three. This spell costs one less to cast for each artifact you control, Ooh. so it's going to cost blue. Yeah. That's good. If I can go zero drop, zero drop, Lurker of the Lock, turn one. That's fine. That's freaking good. Yeah. I guess that's why this card's good, but wait, there's more. Enters a battlefield. Look at it. Put the top four cards of your library into your graveyard. Mm-hmm. It's just mill yourself four, right? Tap. Choose target artifact card in your graveyard. You may cast that card this turn. Neat. That's good. Now- I've always worried, I've always wondered about this. Maybe other people are too. So you've targeted, let's say, a junk diver in your graveyard. Yep. Play it. Sack it. Can you play it again, or is it a different artif- Is it a different graveyard thing at that point? Uh, when it changes zones, it's a new object. Excellent. Yeah. Important to note: we've been talking about Dockside Extortionist for the entire show. We are playing it. That's, Shockingly, that's a pretty good card. It's not last too bad. time I checked. Disciple of the Vault is in here. That's an aristocrat for artifacts only. Baleful Strix. This is a weird one. And I get why this card is good, but why is it in the deck? It's, it's a 1-1 one, one for black, blue, flying, death touch, enters a battlefield, draw card. Because it's good. Maybe it's just Von generically Doom likes, good? Maybe Von Doom likes the art. I don't know. That's really the only reason I can think of for it being in here as well. Nils Ham made that card art. That's good art. Good on you, Nils Ham. Audacious Reshaper. Hey, this is brand new. This is brand spankity. 3-3 three, three human artificer for red 2. 
tap, sack an artifact. Yep. Reveal cards from the top of your library until you reveal an artifact card. Put that card onto the battlefield and the rest on the bottom of your library in a random order. Audacious Reshapers deals damage to you equal to the number of cards revealed this way. <laughs> so it kind of polymorphs sort of twice. <laughs> And you just and you just a get bag your, of dinks you, if you flip a six drop. Your whole no, it's the number of cards you flip. It's not oh, a six drop. So number if you flip of cards 10 you cards just burns the shit out of you. Well, that's and then if you flip ten more cards, it burns <laughs> the shit out of you again. Probably you'll hit within one or two cards, and you yeah. get to double polymorph for sacrificing a treasure. Yeah, there's lots of artifacts in this deck, and finally. The creme de la creme, the peste de resistance, is Arscom Dang Son. Oh. <laughs> that was funnier than I thought it was going to be. I told you it was going to be worth it. I told you. Oh, dang Son. Okay, Arscom Dang Son. 2 2, Human Artificer, Blue 3. Remember sure. when this card was like $35? Yes. Tap. Target artifact creatures controller sacrifices it. Now, this is the effect. This, do- this doesn't get copied. That's the effect. I target myself, sacrifice my own guy. <laughs> I'm listening. Oh, man, I love listening to shitty stuff like that. Then, that player may search their library for a non-creature artifact card, put it onto the battlefield, then shuffle. So you sack a treasure token to find your biotransference, for example. Man, with the amount of... The amount of D toots and vampiric toots that Von Doom's got in here, and the amount of search for any artifact you want that he's got in here, man, why is he not playing Karn and Mycosynth Golem? Right? If you're going to Chris Von Doom, you might as well Chris Von Doom. Exactly. Like hard. Lean into it. Don't make Power Stone tokens. Turn people's decks off. Like, they're going to... Chris Fondue, he's really good at making the game not fun for everybody, eh? That's like his thing, eh? (laughs) Oh, man, I think I just cut him deep. I think I just cut him too deep there. (laughs) (laughs) You can't stop the bleeding! Ah! Oh, no! You know what else we can... Well, we can stop this, actually, because that's the deck. That's the deck. We stopped doing the deck. We do all sorts of artifact graveyard loop combos. It's very Grixy. It's very graveyardy. It does an attack, so it's very Von Doomy. It has all the things. Yo, yeah, he loves to attack too. Oh, cut deep. Oh, that's that's a good that ah, one. That's a now, deep he's, cut, now he's now he's mad. Cut, deep cut. Yeah. Okay. So, did we answer the question? Does well? Here's the thing. How, in terms of how powerful sacrifice decks can be, where would this one rank? Uh, probably closer to powerful. Yeah. Because it's got Dockside and it's got, obviously, it's got loops and it's got lots of tutors. So it's probably a, a fairly uh, stout sacrifice deck. Yes. Now, if we're playing a strong sacrifice deck, is it good to copy those things? Did we determine that if, is, is sacrificing as good as doubling your mana or doubling your ETBs or doubling your activateds? I think in every, virtually every case in this deck, the one one time that doubling it is important is when you can get your two things back or find two things. I think in every other case, I think that it's just like kind when of you can sacrifice and tutor twice. Yes, like with Kaldotha Forge Master or the Goblin or whatever. Yes, get I think two that, artifacts back from your graveyard. I think that those ones are kind of important, and the rest of them become irrelevant because you've already set up what is an established loop. Like, you've already got an yeah. infinite loop, and when you have your... It just makes it go faster. 
And it doesn't yeah. even go faster because you say, I have a loop, here it is. Dockside, a sack outlet, and Underworld Breach is already a thing that people know about. Yeah, or Ruthless Technomancer looping Dockside with another creature or something. Like, it's, you're already going to win, right? And that's what I said about Ashnod's Altar and Altar yeah. of Dementia. That was already a thing that people can do, right? Yeah, like, it's already, you're already winning already, so... Versus, versus casting like uh, Mirari's Wake and doubling my mana yeah. and then just picking a strategy out of the infinite number of different strategies that I could do. Now I can just do it times two. Yes. Without actually going infinite. Correct. Whereas this one, you're kind of already going infinite. So the, I think the double sacrifice is kind of just a bonus in a lot of cases. If you're not quite set up, having that bonus is good. But I don't think that it's the the thing that breaks the deck wide open and makes it go. Okay. So you would call that maybe a weakness? I guess. I mean, I'm happy to see Von Doom had got a new toy and built a new deck. I know yep. he was really excited to build this. But again, I think that... And I'm not going to say, it's just like every other artifact sacky deck. But like kind of every artifact well, it's, it's, at some point when you break things down like that every deck is just like every other deck yeah. right that's why every deck is a seven because yeah. every sacrifice deck does the same yeah. type of thing it sacrifices creatures every aggro deck yeah. does the same type of thing it attacks with creatures right like and, and i think that this one is it, it's von doom's deck that he wanted it's one it's a deck that he likes and he and, doesn't have to attack and it's back together for him and i think that that's the coolest part of this for me. But as far as like the 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 interest in how it does its thing, I think we've all sort of seen this. We all know this deck. Yep. And this one does it very well. There we go. And that that's a strength and a weakness, I think. Okay, okay. You here okay. Officially strengths and weaknesses. Okay. As per my my notes. You've outlined a good strength and weakness. In that the deck is good, but we've maybe seen it, or it's like win-con lines are redundant, or or known. Yeah. Okay. Like you, you know what you're getting into once you start seeing the deck roll. It's like, okay, I understand yeah. this. And I, so, yeah. I love that. I love that somebody who, like Von Doom, likes Grixis. It's his favorite color combination. He gets to do the thing that he likes in the color combination that he likes. With a commander that's just... We're gonna we're gonna get there. We're gonna oh, get there. I got that. I got you covered. I recently felt that with the Archimandrite and advisors in Jeskai. It was yeah. exactly the card that I wanted. Yep. And if other people can have that feeling, even in a deck that they've built before, like Advisor Tribal or Artifact Sacrifice, like Von Doom is doing. Yep. Even if you've done it before, if you get exactly the card that that kind of mentally triggers the magic player inside you mm -hmm. to get the boys back together. Hell yeah. Then that's a good feeling and I have to recognize that. If you had a deck that you 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 really love but you took it apart for whatever reason and something inspires you to do it again, hell yeah. Yeah. That's good shit. Yeah. Now, get this. This is I think a thing that magic players like. Ooh. They like to break the rules. Yeah. The golden rule of magic is forget what the rules say because read the card because all cards break the freaking rules. Yeah. All the time, yeah. right? That's the, that's the second thing you explain to somebody when you're teaching them to play magic. You teach them the rules just real quick because they're real simple, and then you tell them, and all of the cards 
break every rule I just taught you. Yeah, so don't learn the rules. <laughs> and, the, and the more they break the rule, the better the card is. Yes, but, and this deck breaks the rules. You're looping artifacts, you're doubling stuff in a format where you can't do double stuff. Yep. Lol. And you're including cards that are redundant, like the 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 scrap trawlers and the mirror retrievers and the junk divers and all the goblins that get your goblins. Why is there a goblin welder in here? Hey, where's the goblin welder? Yeah, that'd be a... maybe he didn't have one. Anyways, so it gets to break the rules, and I think that people secretly just kind of like that. Yeah. Next one, probably can be made for cheap. This deck's about a thousand dollars, depending on what site you're buying it from. If you want to get a 5% discount, you can go to FusionGamingOnline.com. Use CCO Spring promo code. That's right. Yep. And spend less money. I don't know. There's lots of... The reason this deck is $1,000 is because he's got a lot of $5, 6 $7 cards. $20 cards yeah. and Dockside's in there and Mana Crypt is in there. There's lots of expensive stuff. Yeah, like this actually if, is an expensive deck the way that it's built. If you don't want to go as fast and take out some of the expensive Mana Rocks, and if you want to highlight sacrifice abilities on cards that are not very frequently played this deck will give you that opportunity and i think that that's an excellent strength mm -hmm. because what's everybody do when they play artifacts they just want to play all the best stuff yeah right and all the best sacrifice stuff in ashnod and all the loops and all the everything but if you don't want to do that or if you want to have a weird janky stinky dumb win con that's fantastic agreed and the last one, the last strength I have, yep, 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 yep. is I knew we're going to see some awesome cosplays. Oh, yeah. Yep, yep, yep. yep. I'm really excited for that. Yep. I'm not like that kind of excited, but I'm, I'm, I'm really excited. Yeah, not like can't walk up to the front of the classroom in sixth grade excited. Yeah. Like excited that there's going to be cool people doing cool stuff at, at cool events that we're going to cool go to. Hell yeah. Okay. Dressed as a cool character, even if her cards are not that cool. Yeah. I, don't, I don't like the Ashnod cards that much. Yeah, so flipping over to the weaknesses. Yeah. Um, it's not my thing isn't a weakness, but I will make that known. <laughs> <laughs> Doubling stuff isn't that good. Yeah, I, I feel like the... <laughs> it feels weird after this whole episode. The commander was the inspiration for the deck, and that's great, but you don't really need her, right? There you go. It inspired him to put the deck back together, which is great, but you don't need to double the sack effects in this deck. You don't need to. Because you, you got the loops with the junk divers and stuff. Yeah, you're going to loop it and win anyway. And tutors for your Microsynth Lattice and, and Vandal Blast. Yeah. Frick. Just do that. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know what? And and I think that the... Hold the, on. Okay. Hold, I'm going to flip back over to strengths real quick. Okay. Ashnod gives you the ability to not have to do that. Like, let's say you're playing with three strangers and one person accidentally or purposefully misrepresents their deck, guess what, buddy? Fucking Mycosynth Lattice Vandal Blast. Yeah. I win. You don't win. I do, right? <laughs> but if everybody is just looking for a fun game, this deck will allow you to play it in a way yep. that is just fun and still keeps up because you can kind of just twist the throttle a little bit and maybe you search for your dock side. And, and that just lets you maybe catch back af up after a board wipe or something. You yep. know what I mean? Yeah, the deck does let you punch up or down. I like that. And you know what? I know that Von Doom is a big, big time proponent for just making sure everybody has fun and is included. And this deck lets him do that, which is another great reason to just kill him first. <laughs> kill him first every damn time. <laughs> 
<laughs> yes. Okay. We'll leave it at that. But um, the other weakness, just flipping back over, is is maybe it is redundant. Maybe it does look like other artifact sacrifice decks. And the, the if you're gonna play it. Just look at it on paper. How do you play this deck? The lines are very established. They're very there. And that's that. I'm not saying it's boring. I'm saying it's easy to disrupt because everybody knows what you're doing. And so it's it becomes easier for them to disrupt you. Yeah. Because your your deck is vulnerable because the strategy is so clearly established. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. You know what? It doesn't rely on its commander to do its thing, which which is maybe like a good thing. And that's a that's a benefit that artifacts can get you, or give you, but you can get God when yeah. you play so many artifacts, right? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Which is which is fine. Uh, I don't have a a spice calculator prepared this week because there's like four decks or seventeen decks on Ashnod right now. There's four. She's way way down at the bottom of the list in the partner pairings that are weird. Ooh. She's just above Glacian Power Stone Engineer Vile Smasher. And what? just below Krom and Fathis Shadowcat Familiar. Do you even know what any of those cards do except for Vile Smash? <laughs> nope. No, you don't. And that's how far down she is right now. But I think we're going to see her go up. Yeah. She yeah. will go up. She's going to have more than four decks by the end of today, probably. <laughs> yeah. You know what I like? And I want to go back to Magic Cons and cosplayers and stuff. I love when cosplayers play the deck of the person that they're dressed up as. Oh, that's cool. I like that. And I think that we're going to see that because this is going to be a deck, I think, that gets built because Magic players like breaking the rules and they're going to find wonky stuff to double by sacrificing. Yeah. I bet you we're going to see like lots of self-mill that quickly flips over into, yeah, mill you. Yeah. Or I we're think gonna, we're going to see that kind of deck. Or we're going to find Magistrate Scepter Loops. Is which that is, a thing? That'd be oh, yeah. That's, yeah, yeah. It'd be infinite turns. Do you sacrifice something to to do that? I think so, don't you? No, you don't. You don't. Hey, you don't. That's oh, why. Oh well, freaking time sieve. That's yeah. that is the there's the yeah. infinite there's, turn. Yeah, I'm just gonna loop dockside and sacrifice treasures to make infinite turns. Yeah, <laughs> that's what I'm gonna do. <laughs> I'm gonna make infinite turns on this turn, and then I'm gonna take my infinite turns. <laughs> <laughs> I'm attacking with one. From Ashnod, and I'm actually going to win with commander damage. This is a Voltron deck. Holy shit. This is a Voltron deck. You can't get anything past us, Von Doom. Chris Von Doom almost got us. Oh, we cracked the code (laughs) at the very end. Voltron attacker. (laughs) Oh, man. man. Chris Von Doom's playing the long con. Hey, I don't like attacking. I don't like attacking. Yeah, he does. Then he builds a Voltron deck and disguises it in an artifact, sacrifice. I'm going to take infinite turns deck. Nope. You're going to take exactly 63 turns. (laughs) And you're going to deal one damage on each of them. Exactly. Three different people. (laughs) We got you, Vaughn. We got you. Oh, man. Is there any pump in this deck? God, I'm so good. No. You need some pump? No. You could make Ashnod an artifact with um with liquid metal torque yep. or bile transference, and then you can make it a five five with Karn. <laughs> <laughs> I think Karn only works for non creatures though. Frick. You can't slip anything by us, Karn. <laughs> or Karn. Karn Doom. <laughs> Uh, no, it's target, I'm, I'm, no, it's target artifact. Target artifact becomes a 5-5 five, five artifact You could turn Ashnod into an artifact of Liquid Metal Torque and then turn her into a 5-5. Five, five. Oh, <laughs> man. That is awesome. That's amazing. Oh, I never thought of that. Oh, man, this is so cool. That's, this is so cool. That is actually cool. Oh, I like that lots. Oh, I like that a lot. You could turn all your dudes into 5-5s. Five, we could have so many 5-5s. Five, this is an attacking deck. <laughs> This is actually just a Rakdos deck that has blue for its commander. (laughs) 
deck is aggro as hell. Oh, man. Oh, shit. And if you want to de- build a deck that's aggro as hell on the cheap, you can check out the source for all your gaming needs, FusionGamingOnline.com. Use special promo code CCOSPRING, which I think we should update before next spring. Oh, no. We're riding it. We're riding, we're it, all riding it all the way to spring, baby. And then, and then it's spring. It's going to be CCO summer. <laughs> yes. Yes, it is. Excellent. You can check them out. Support the show. Support a great game store. And let them, let them know that their partnership with us is a fantastic one. Remember to check out our new benefits over at patreon.com slash podcast. If you're in a position to help the show grow and you'd like to support us that way, we would love to have you in. Everybody's welcome in the nation. We are the best community you could possibly join. Yeah, and some of those new benefits actually include helping picking merch or even helping create our content like the CCO experience. You can help decide what that looks like and help us with the the videoing and the pictures and and contributing to that and that's such a special experience for like freaking lots of people right including us yeah because right i love having people on board that are passionate about what we're doing and it just it we feed off each other it's great it's a loop it's an infinite loop oh we're gonna dock side all over chris von doom exactly i don't know what that means don't google it though just in case just in just in case we're gonna you know what? There it is. We we did it. We got there. Episode 341 is in the books, and we are going to be back with episode 342? Sure. Which is the next episode of Commander Cookout Podcast. Hit our theme song! Whoa!